Get ready to hear the truth about America. A new show that isn't allergic to the facts. The Bold Conservative. And now, here is your host, James Welcome to all my bold conservatives. Today we're going to be talking about Susan Rice. You're not going to believe what she said. She had the nerve to uh, claim that Trump should have told Obama about the ISIS raid before he did it. Hold on to your MAGA hats. This is the Bold Conservative Show. Well, folks, we have more leftist meltdown over the ISIS raid. You know, the Democrats seem to glorify Baghdadi, ISIS, terrorism. I mean, we've we've seen them glorify Antifa. You know, the anti-First Amendment group left it alt left group so uh why wouldn't they defend Baghdadi? excuse me and the only way they're and the only reason why they're defending Baghdadi is because trump was responsible for his murder he did something that obama couldn't do and uh, george w couldn't do so i mean he, trump accomplished something worth historical value and the left cannot stand it they're melting down melting down so this is what Susan Rice had to say she literally complained and melted down because Trump didn't tell Obama before he raided Baghdadi's lair on Sunday former Obama National Security Advisor Susan Rice had a meltdown during an interview on CBS's Face the Nation over the fact that President Donald Trump did not inform former President Barack Obama about the raid on ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. So Margaret Brennan was interviewing Susan Rice and she asked her, what is your reaction to the death of al-Baghdadi? And this was her reaction. Obviously, it is a major milestone, and it's one we all should be welcoming quite plainly. But it doesn't mean that the fight against ISIS is over, Rice stated. And it doesn't mean that we can declare mission accomplished and just walk away what we've seen time and time again in this part of the world is that when the pressure is relieved on terrorist organizations whether al-Qaeda or ISIS they are able to reconstitute so we need to be vigilant we need to maintain a minimum pres presence in order to ensure that the pressure stays on ISIS and they don't come back roaring 
So this is the thing. Then uh, Brennan asked Rice, was President Obama informed of the death of al-Baghdadi by the administration? Do you know, did you know before the news today? Rice said, no, there's no reason why I should know. There is a tradition of common courtesy of presidents, and we're going to get to this in a minute, informing their predecessors of things of significance like this. Since the White House seemingly didn't feel it necessary to inform the leadership of the intelligence committees of a bipartisan basis, I'm quite confident that they did not didn't do the normal protocol with respect of predecessors either. So here's the thing. President Trump doesn't owe former President Obama any explanation. He doesn't need to ask Obama before he does things. And this is what would have happened if he would have informed Obama. Obama would have leaked it to the press. Obama would have leaked it to all of the Democrats. And the Democrats would have made a big deal out of it. So much, in fact, that word would have got to Baghdadi and Baghdadi would have fled. This is, this is why President Trump does not inform Congress of things before he does things. This is why he does not inform former presidents, or any Democrat for that matter, because all of these Democrats are just looking for a paycheck. And think about this for a minute. If Donald Trump had told Obama you don't think Obama would have went straight to the New York Times and the New York Times would have paid him for his, his uh, testimony or his uh, what he had to say? He would have wrote an op-ed and he would have got paid handsomely for it. So the Democrats are all about money. That's why you don't tell Democrats anything. If they stand to make a buck off of it, they're going to. They would have leaked it. They would have leaked it big time. Obama is would have leaked it big time. Obama cannot be trusted. And Susan Rice cannot be trusted. Anybody on the Democratic side cannot be trusted. Look at Adam Schiff, for example. Anytime, anybody, any, anytime any other Democrat gives their opinion about Donald Trump in one of these meetings... The first thing Schiff does is leak to the media. All Democrats do that. That's one thing that they're going to keep doing. And there's no way to stop them other than not tell them in the first place. So that's exactly what we have here. So uh, just in case, I know it's, it's odd, but some people may not have heard about this yet. On Sunday morning, President Trump confirmed the death of ISIS leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi during a press conference at the White House. And this is what President Trump said. Al-Baghdadi is dead. The president started as he continued by mentioning how the United States brought the world's biggest terrorist to justice. Last night, 
the United States brought the world's number one terrorist leader to justice. Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi is dead, President Trump said. Last night was a great night for the U.S. and the world. A brutal killer, one who had caused so much hardship and death, has violently been eliminated. He will never again harm an innocent man, woman, or child. And that's true. So here's the thing. Why is the Democrats so harsh on this situation? Why don't they just say, yay, the world's enemy is dead? This man, Baghdadi, would raid camps or villages in, uh, in Iraq and Syria and take all of the little virgin girls and rape them rape them and turn them into sex slaves little virgin girls who was saving their virginity for some uh, for the man that they marry was brutally murdered or raped or both villages of christians were eradicated people were beheaded the women were taken into sex slavery and some of the pictures that I've seen is just horrendous. And for the left to be able to, either they're ignoring this, some are ignoring the situation, and some are praising him. Like the Washington Post the other day, they posted a title of an article calling him a terrorist. Then they changed it, praising him as a religious scholar. And then after the backlash, they changed it back, but they didn't change the information in the article. So the article still calls him a religious, renowned scholar of Islam. Okay. So then you're admitting that his version of Islam is correct and that he's doing exactly what his false prophet Muhammad told him to do. Okay. I'll take that. So here's the thing. Then you have Nancy Pelosi completely downplaying the whole thing as if it weren't important. She had downplayed the significance of this, this uh, kill. She downplayed it. And then she took the opportunity to attack Trump. That's what they do. They use something like this and they always turn it around just to attack Trump. Then you had the squad ignoring. Remember in the beginning I told you some were ignoring? The squad is completely ignoring this situation. Think about this for a minute. The two, uh, two of these squad members are devout Muslims. And they're angry. They're angry because... President Trump and the rest of the United States is glorifying murdering a fellow Muslim. And I have this to ask the Democrats. This historic raid has made even more meaningful, was made, excuse me, was made uh, even more meaningful because it's operation, operational code name. It was named after Kayla Mueller. 
And for those that don't recall, she was a 26-year-old American who was kidnapped, tortured, raped, and killed by al-Baghdadi in 2015. And uh, Hanaya, if I butcher your name, I'm sorry, Hanaya Neftali on Twitter had this to say. The operation that killed ISIS leader was named after Kayla Mueller, an American hostage who was captured by ISIS, tortured, raped by al-Baghdadi himself, and then murdered. She was an American. Of course, I'm really disturbed that she was over there in the first place and during wartime, but it doesn't give them a right to kill her and do what they did to her and many others. Many, many other girls were raped. Could you just imagine? She's over there loving the people. She's over there loving the people, trying to bring peace in the in the nation. And then here, here comes a brutal ISIS regime, and they snatch her up by force and drag her to the leader, where the leader brutally rapes, tortures, and then murders this poor girl. Mueller refused to renounce her Christian faith while being an ISIS captive. May her memory be blessing, as uh, Naftali uh, finished his tweet. She refused to denounce her religious faith, her Christian faith, and that's what they want you to do. So if the left is actually trying to say that... Uh, by calling him a, a ISIS, a religious ISIS, uh, excuse me, religious Islamic scholar, if you read the Quran, you realize that he is going by what the Quran actually says. The Quran says it's okay to murder non-Christians, and it's okay to lie to non-Christians. It's okay to torture and to take into captivity, and it's okay to rape your slaves. It's okay to beat your wives. These are the things that the Quran teaches that the media refuses to tell you. So if the left wants to glorify this, this kind of thing, then it's just looking bad on them in 2020 because a lot of people are starting to wake up to this stuff. I mean, I've been telling people for years, don't take my word for it. Read the Quran yourself. Read the Quran yourself and you will see that, excuse me, that ISIS is doing exactly what the Quran tells them to do. And the left, of course, uh, idolize this stuff and they worship this stuff because they're all ungodly. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I thank you all for listening. Please consider uh, supporting me and and my work because it, uh, it it takes a lot of money for airtime and all thank you all my bold conservatives you all make this worth doing i thank you all for listening you all have a great day but first before we get started i want to mention one of our sponsors the original patriot survival company my patriot supply was founded by people with a passion for self-sufficiency and food independence. My Patriot Supply not only understands the drive to practice emergency preparedness, they are active participants in the survivalist lifestyle. They believe that freedom 
True freedom comes from attaining a certain level of self-reliance. My Patriot Supply prepares you for any type of emergency. I ordered several of their kits just to try them out. The food tastes great and the cooking vessels are grade A top-of-the-line accessories. They sell everything from supplies of food, cookware, and battery packs and charging systems. You never know when tragedy will strike. So being prepared when it does is priority number one. Their food packs are great tasting and have a 25 year shelf life. Most of their packs will last a family three months or more. So don't hesitate to make one of the most important decisions of your life. Prepare now. Order your survival kits from My Patriot Supply now. The link will be in the description below.